Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's Thursday. What have you achieved this week, you pricks? It's the Luke and Pete show with Pete and Luke doing our thing. Uh, not reading out emails. Sometimes reading out emails. Either way, we're upsetting people on forums. Yes. Yes. How are you doing, baby? I think if I, I'm very well. If I set out in my professional life to annoy as much people as possible, it's going pretty well. The words are many, so... Uh, it's going pretty well. Um, do you remember on Monday we were talking about meme victims? Yes, okay. And people who are terrified of being a meme victim, mm. as in your mate Al people who've perhaps been victims of a meme, what mm. I think we should do is ask them to email. If you've ever been subject of a meme... Yeah, caught in a meme. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com. Um, include your meme. Caught in a meme. Yeah, and see how it goes. It's not like a dream. How would you deal with I'm it? I'm lost in memesic. What? How would you deal with it if you were a meme? <clears throat> I would try and monetize it as soon as possible. I'd sign it with a really bad agency uh, that doesn't really have a handle on it. But you're not going to have is. rights to it, are you? What do you mean? You know exactly what I mean, Pete Donaldson. Well, what do you mean? You're not going to have rights to the actual image or anything. No, but you? I'd go on Oprah and go, "Hi, I'm the <clears throat> man." We're you know, they get on Oprah. You get. They, you know, they, they get a book on Oprah, mate, because you got memed. People. Do you, like, do you think she is? People. All right, Ellen. Then Ellen always has the meme people. I think they, you're struggling for they Ellen. Come on, they come on and they do their thing and then they fuck off. They jump out of a box. And I mean, you might get a five minute slot on Good Morning Britain with Piers. You reckon? Yeah, you not uh, get. You're not fucking getting Oprah because you've been memed. <laughs> Just She's got... the first female billionaire or whatever it is. She didn't make her money by going after you. People love meme people. That's what the whole <laughs> thing... They're like, if we get the meme person on, they've got at least 20,000 followers on Twitter. They'll start tweeting about Ellen and the snake will eat the snake's butt butt and we all win. We all ride the coattails to hell. North America's first black multi-billionaire is not having you A one. meme. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen. Impossible, here's they what, said. Here's one for you. What? Right. All your bases are belong to us. Yeah. Here's what. Here's Oprah one is a meme. So what kind of, say, let's let's do an example meme right. that you got caught in and then we'll work out what your plan is to, to make the most of it. It would be like Super Walkman or something. You know the thing that you point at me and go, prick. Right, it'd be oh, like yeah. that. Oh, I genuinely like, don't know how you get through the day. I'd be like, uh, I'd be um, talking about being vegan, even though I'm not. <laughs> and uh, that's it. I'd so be say, super walkman. No, but I'm not, I'm not trying to put you specifically into a, one that suits you. I oh, think right, that, sorry. Yeah, I, I do think you are, you know, have that issue. But, but, mm. so say for example, here's the one that you springs just don't to care. My, you just don't care what side of history you're on. Black, I've got the heart as black as it comes, mate. <laughs> I've, I've got a heart of stone, right? <laughs> You are caught in a picture exactly like when former Labour Prime Minister 
prime ministerial candidate Ed Miliband mm. was caught eating that eating bacon, bacon sandwich, sandwich with that right. face. Yeah. But it's your face and it's gone all around the internet. Yeah. What's your plan? Monetize. I go on, I make appearances. Stop just saying monetize. I make an appearance at like a, a festival, like on, like on Blackheath Festival. They've got a lovely John Lewis little stand. What are you doing I'll up there? there? I'll be there half eating whatever I'm eating. Because do you want me in your restaurant? Do you want me in your front window of your restaurant eating whatever you are selling? Give me 50 quid. I'll be there. That's half it. eating your dinners. I've got two problems with that. What? One, 50 quid. That's not even covering your expenses to get there. That's back. why you're not on me, Major. And two. And it's two. All John Lewis aren't going to want you to advertise their bacon. Why? Because you're pulling that face. They want you nowhere near it. No, I'm. it looks like... <clears throat> Ed Miliband looks like he was enjoying the idea of eating a bacon sandwich. He was jizzing in his pants. So that that is a face of someone genuinely <laughs> not giving a shit what their face is doing because they're enjoying... A bacon sandwich. A bacon sandwich. A bacon sandwich kind of... Like a palsy comes over his face because he's just, he's just so into the food. Yeah. Then you're going to offend vegetarians, and that's what? not going to be woke enough for you. Well, vegetarians. He's, but he's but he did it. You're true. I'm but. not going to be eating that. So you're leaning into it. You're not going to try I'm and take a step. Cardboard. <laughs> you're, going to, you're, going to, you're not going to take a step back and say this is all going to blow over. People will forget about this, and I can have a normal life again in a year or two's time. Monetize, baby. <laughs> so you first of all you go on onto. I a, want a deposit for a house. I so, want to get out of my box. Okay. Well, you say a monetize. You say yeah. deposits for house. Mm. You are currently fifty pounds up. Yeah. Minus, on the deal. That, that's that's gross, by the way, because you haven't covered your expenses. <laughs> what are you doing next to monetize your meme? Um, the the screech uh, the screech uh, model um, from Server the Bell. You're making a porno. Make a porno and stab a man. For <laughs> <laughs> goodness sake! Stab this is what I'm saying. People who get mm. backed into corners around memes, there's nowhere to turn. No, Hello well, at LukeandPeter.com yeah, then... to get in touch if you've been in a meme or you have a strategy to deal with I if you were ever meme. A refuge for memesters. Oh, that's a good to idea. Look after them. That's a brilliant idea. Exactly. They'd be like a sideshow, wouldn't it? A little burp. Be like a Victorian sideshow. Yeah, exactly. So there'd be questionable morals around roll it. Roll up, roll No, that's not how a refuge works. Come and look at our women. Well, you might as well monetise it. What? You might as well monetise it. What, if you ran a women's refuge, you'd monetise it? A, a women's refuge is pretty different to a meme refuge. Well, in that one of them doesn't exist, yes, but I mean, it's a refuge for people who are trying to get away from being memesters. I'm saying, why not put <laughs> glass per- windows. perspex windows, get people to walk past? There's the guy who gets caught looking at something else. Yeah. Um, who the else? attractive runner, um, yeah. the little baby gone. Oh, thumbs yeah. up. Um, yeah. uh, Charlie bit my finger. Yeah, they could um, all be in there. Yeah. Uh, woman pooing in Walmart. Um, you know, all of the people who little monkey sit- in the uh, IKEA with the jacket on. Yes, <laughs> I wonder how old that monkey is now. But Pete, very very finally on this, mm. <clears throat> you know when you go to a museum and most of it's free, but you get the bit you have to pay for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What which premium memers would be in the bit you have to pay <laughs> yeah, for? Yeah, they'd be the big boys. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think now. I I can't think of many memes. It would all because all of the a lot of the memes are like famous people, like um, people from Star Wars. I found your lack of. Faith oh, Abra Akbar. Abra yeah. Akbar be in there, wouldn't he? What's the one? Um, what's the one who got? It's a trap. That block. That's Abra Akbar. Right? Yeah, yeah, he'll be in there. Yeah, he'd be the king. King meme. And what about the kid who falls off the log? The Spanish kid. Uh, that is a meme only you have ever shown me. I'm playing it now. That's the- <laughs> His noise is brilliant. Two kids walking on logs across a river. One pulls the log away, and the little fat fella falls in the river <laughs> and makes this noise. Yahweh. I think it's Spanish. Here we go. Here we go. He's rotting the log. The little fat fella's about to fall in. 
No. Oh, there we go. Dad, Dad's filming it. He don't care. That, that is, sounds fucking horrific. That is so, soaking wet that's and like a crying. Scene, that's like a scene from Succession. He would be in um, the ground floor of the meme refuge, and he'd be wearing a dress that is neither blue nor gold. Would you be? Would you? Yeah. Would you be like the host where you'd dress like a circus ringmaster? Yeah. And, and, yeah. Then you, and you would say when you're about to let people through the meme refuge, <laughs> you would eat your bacon sandwich and yeah. say, "Now let the game." I'd have commence. a big moustache and a top hat and a powdered wig, and at the end of the day, I'd take off. I'd have a little dressing room with all the lights around the wind, uh, mirror, and I'd take my hat off and I'd take my wig off and I go, "This is all getting too much." Yeah. At the end of the day. And if you had like three or four tours a day, you'd have to eat a bacon sandwich every time. <laughs> it's a lot of bacon sandwiches. Anyway, <clears throat> anyway. I'm like, Rick Astley, shut the fuck up, mate. He, shut the fuck up, mate. <laughs> Rick Astley oh, being there. Oh, you wouldn't fucking give it up, mate. Rick Astley being there. I like uh, it when Rick Astley does his little um, nonsense with the Foo Fighters, which I'll, I've met him a couple of times. He's a nice bloke. He works in my building. But he... Uh, Who? His, his Rick Astley. Rick Astley works in your building? Yeah, he does a show for Magic, I think. Uh, oh, lovely right. chap, but um, his his shtick with the Foo Fighters is getting slightly old. He's done it about seven times now. Do, 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 do you <laughs> think at in some the middle point... of like he'll be singing Everlong and he'll be going, "Fucking come on, then you don't." Yeah. But if you're going to a Foo Fighters show, I don't hear this fucking accent. Yeah, fucking, I'm having the time of my life. Tell people what. Never gonna give you up. <laughs> Tell people what actually happens at a Foo Fighters gig these days with Rick Astley. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Uh, Foo Fighters. Dev Grohl's quite good friends with. I think they met at Fuji Rocks Festival. It happened probably about this time last year. Um, they saw Rick Astley backstage. They knew the chords because they're musicians and yeah. uh, learning chords is not really a thing that really concerns a musician. Takes they five minutes. Yeah. Takes five minutes. Um, they, they 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 know how to play. Uh, Never gonna give you up. So they dragged. Uh, Rick Astley out at Fuji Rocks in, in Tokyo, uh, in Japan, uh, to um, <clears throat> to do Never Gonna Give You Up. But does Rick Astley cross over to a Japanese audience? Well, he's a meme, isn't he? So he's a global star because of that. So every time they played on a festival bill together inexplicably, which they would So they basically start Everlong and they Rick Roll people? Everlong, my, I can't remember. Like they Sometimes do Rick Roll or sometimes get him up to sing like My Hero or something. They'll, they'll, right. they'll get him up to do a couple of songs. Um, but in the middle of like, in the middle of singing, he'll sort of go, fucking come on then! Really? Come on then, everyone! That, it's it's not voice. how you expect him to speak, is it? No. Um, Never gonna give you up. That's not bad, actually. Cheers, mate. A lot of um, people have pointed out in the past that Foo Fighters always get um, things going on. People up on stage. Mm. A friend of mine, I used to work with a guy called Ollie. Nice guy, nice chap. He um, he got called up on stage. They basically um, Dave Grohl. So we're going to play this song. Mm. Um, anyone here can play it on guitar. Yeah. And my mate Ollie put his hand up and he pulled him up on stage and he played it with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, they do a bit, quite a bit of that, don't they? I, they do that. Green Day do that quite a lot. A lot of bands point... do it's 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 quite a oh my god I can't believe this is happening kind of moment but then you see it on YouTube every five uh, minutes, every, yeah. every five minutes um, I remember Pearl Jam doing it once and uh, they did the stage and played like this guy just played like, quite complex kind of guitar yeah. licks um, he played the whole thing and they went the people call them licks oh, fucking <laughs> fucking god knows um, uh, I just don't care anymore yeah and being told that I'm out of date by you is tell fucking us, rich tell us about um, the licks. <laughs> That's all the fat riffs. Um, <laughs> Pearl Jam got a bloke up and he played the, the song perfectly. And he went, you've all been fucked over. I know this guy. <laughs> it's, like, oh, really? it's like his guitar tech. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I can play it. Is that how Eddie Vedder speaks as well? Hey, it's uh, Eddie Vedder here. And, um, yeah. So Eddie Vedder used to work in a petrol station. Imagine uh, that. Would you like some uh, chocolate with your Guardian? 
I think it's with the times. That's the W. H. Smith. Which pump do you have? <laughs> in the, in the lot of parts of the U.S. Do of you course, need windscreen wiper fluid. In a lot of parts of the U.S., they have to pump the gas for you. You're not allowed to pump it yourself. Are you? Why? I don't know. Really? Is it uh, kind of so protective is that, over their oil? Is that, <laughs> I don't know. Well, who was the uh, president who was very big into overemployment? Uh, it was one of them, right? In the fifties, I want to say, right? Prosper, they were like. Oh, um, I think it's after in, 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 under the New Deal. I think that's Roosevelt. I think so, yeah. Roosevelt, that's Roosevelt. Yeah. Why? Teddy. Why? Oh, Teddy. Why? I'm just saying that that's probably why they've got um, gas attendants rather than having to pump it yourself because you could just do it yourself. Okay, fair enough. Mind you, none. Some um, of the people out in the sticks are probably huffing it. Teddy Roosevelt is a different Roosevelt to, to FDR, that. though, by the way. Oh, That's okay. a different Roosevelt, mate. I can't give a shit, mate. No, no, you can. I just feel like I have to correct you because I was going to get a million emails. Right, okay. Um, we won't. We'll get about 10. No. Um, we'll get one. Can I Can I slash a sacred cow? <laughs> is that what you did to sacred cow? I'm not, I'm not sure. That's a, what a horrible image. Like at the end of... Actually, I won't say that because it's a spoiler, even though the film came out in the 70s. Um, Peter. Uh, Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Right. Oh, you just done it. I like Dave Grohl. That, I, what? Hang on. Nobody is way. Nobody is not who has not seen Apocalypse Now. Bearing in mind, I've never never seen that film until I'd not seen that film until last year. Right. I don't need to know that a cow. I can't remember the cow dying. To be honest, it wasn't actual cow that was killed, wasn't it? It's quite an iconic scene because when he finally goes to kill um, Colonel Kurtz, yeah, when he's about to kill him, it cuts to a cow being sacrificed ritually. Mm. Um, and that's the very heavy-handed imagery. That's the metaphor. Well, the thing is, that it works. It works mm. in the film. Um, but anyway, and then Edmund Lamanda's eating a big meatball sub. <laughs> Imagine, well, you know that Marlon Brando turned up for that movie so fat mm. that they can say they they were like, we cannot possibly get <laughs> this to the audience that you are a colonel in the army because you are fifty stone. <laughs> they put loads of like really black uh, clothes on him, and they only they only shot him from the neck up in the end. <laughs> anyway, um, I like Dave Grohl. I'm a fan of his. I like a lot of his music. Uh, he seems like a lovely chap. But is he too nice? Is it getting? A, is it get? When does it get to the point where it's a bit annoying? No, he's no. I think he's. Uh, I think he's more hard nosed than you, than you think. And, right. Uh, no, I think he's. He's always been. He was one of the first people to sort of realise that your public image is is quite important, and you don't have to be a fucking dickhead. You don't have to be an enigma. Yeah. Uh, he's always very sort of. Um, but then I think people will take advantage of your time a little bit. I would yeah, have, I think you, I would could, have. you could probably be hard nosed enough. So look, I'm not doing that. But well, you could like, still be a nice person. I, I sort of fear with um, recording artists like uh, George Ezra, for example, a man who is selling out arenas all over the world. Um, he he's very nice, and I just worry that is he too nice to make music? Like, Do you um, want to hear from those people? Isn't Lewis Capaldi supposed to be like that as well? Yeah, he's like a real jipster. He's he's a pretty good one as well. Yeah, he's he's really. You know when you sort of see kids who are like. That kid's probably like 22 or something. Yeah. And he's fucking a charisma bomb and fucking funny. You're like... Mm. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> not, not you're sat opposite him, mate. Like, he is fucking hilarious and um, I really enjoy his work. But And then he does these amazing, beautiful ballads <laughs> that he's yeah. written. I can't sort of tally the two, really. Are you saying there's something that's trickery afoot? No, I'm not saying it's trickery afoot. Oh, I'm just saying it's really... It's, it's, it's really... Um, I think it's really difficult to maintain both sides of the coin because people want to hear an emotional, tortured artist. Oh, they say they do, um, rather than a jet. They're listening to one now, aren't they? I know, right? Are you? Would you say you're emotionally tortured? No, I I do the emotional torture. <laughs> I am the one that cooks. You're the to- you're the torturer, not the torturee. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pete, there's a story I found uh, in the papers this week, which I thought would be up your street. Mm. Ex Google worker. Fears killer robots could cause mass atrocities 
Engineer who quit over a military drone project warns AI might also accidentally start a war. Laura Nolan, who resigned from Google last year in protest at being sent to work on a project to dramatically enhance US military drone technology, has called for all AI killing machines not operated by humans mm. to be banned. <laughs> yeah, I mean... What do you think about that? A, good luck with that one, because they will be doing whatever the fuck they want. Uh, and B, um, yeah, I think I don't think AI should really be involved in the ending of people's lives. No. It's not ideal, is it? Um, I thought because you'd be all for the technology, though. I'm all for the technology. What should it do instead? Um, I don't know, deliver flowers. Yeah, that'd be nice. Deliver little flowers. Uh, no, it's difficult, isn't it? Uh, you shouldn't have AI involved in, in, in that. There needs to be a line drawn. But it, I think the people, the lawmakers who are um, got their hand on the tiller, the people who can stop this sort of thing, are not very um, technically minded. So therefore, uh, we have a generation of uh, venture capitalists and uh, Silicon Valley uh, entrepreneurs doing whatever the fuck they want. Because because people who are in politics and, like you say, make laws are older by yeah. generally. So they're, they're not mm. as literate in the technology. Yeah. So they but surely got... that's always been the case. Um, I think the technological age, certainly computers and stuff, has moved so quickly. I, I don't think anyone's. Re- I don't think anyone. If you went to most cabinet ministers and you asked what, um, I don't know what what uh, what's crypto, what is crypto, what is artificial intelligence, what are all of these sort of big ticket sort of things that everyone's talking about, um, no one would have a fucking clue what they what they are. They they've got their iPad and they've got their mobile phone, uh, and and they they conduct most of their business. But face to face, I would say. What's the outcome going to be? Death. Death. Why? Destruction. Spread of death. It's all right. We're in England and we are rich, relatively. Before we all die, right? Let's take a break and do some emails afterwards. Oh, before we go there, um, yeah. Do you know there's like this kit that you can add to like a Boeing seven hundred seven, like a big plane, right? Um, that allows you to land on gravel. I was obsessed with this yesterday. They're like little. It's like a little shoe. Whoa. It's like a little. Sh- so say you land on a on a um, landing strip that's not um, paved or not not um, tarmacked. Um, Why would you do that? Say again. Why would you do that? Well, because some places in like Alaska don't have don't have tarmacked um, thing. They just can't do it. Right. Maybe the tarmac doesn't settle. It's too cold. I don't fucking know. Right. But either way, sometimes you've got to land on stuff that. Right, it's like landing on a beach, isn't it? It's like you you need a situation. Planes should not be landed on beaches. Land lands on beaches all the time. Well, little ones. Yeah, not massive seven four sevens, but yeah. there are bigger planes that have to land on gravel for whatever reason, cargo planes, stuff like that, and 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 some um kind of um you know passenger planes that have to go to weird places in Alaska and stuff. But they got land on this on gravel and, and just rocks and stuff. So these the front wheel has this adorable shoe on it, and also <laughs> and also out of every out of each engine, um, there's like a little kind of like uh, pipe that sprays air to make like a vortex to move the gravel away from the actual engines. So the gravel doesn't go on the engines and fuck it up. That's fucking cool. It is cool. Honestly, look for a gravel Boeing 747 or whatever kit. You just said it wasn't a 747. What? You just said it wasn't a 747 because the big ones can't land on it. No, the, the big ones can't land if they're fitted with this. Oh, right. Right? So it's amazing. So they, What are they called? They must be called... Little little gravel shoes. Little shoes. <laughs> little gravel shoes. All right, have a break. Come back and we'll put our little gravel shoes on. <laughs> 
Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So the first step is to find the right position for you. Put your hands down and lower your chest to the ground. Just do that and pretend that you're <laughs> holding pooping. And it should sound a lot like this. He's making his own vortex there to keep gravel out of his bum. I'm really pleased for him that at the end of that, the pump sound is very good. Um, it's very shrill. Yeah, but if it was just like a little air biscuit... It'd be a real letdown, wouldn't it? It's more... It's, uh, the, it's, the pump is just not the point of the thing. It's the, it's the eating of pom pom. It's the Go eating and the crisp. Yeah. Gets me every time. Uh, have you ever asked your Alexa or your uh, Google Home to uh, your little... Um, have you got one of those little things at home? Little ice hockey pucks that tell no. us what the weather's going to be like? No, because I'm worried they're going to um, <sighs> bring a drone down against me. No, oh, you've got... Yeah, you've got... You have got a laptop with a little bit of tape over your camera. Because um, you saw a, a Silicon Valley entrepreneur do it. I don't want to be looked at. <laughs> I don't want to be. You know I don't want to be dirty den. Do you know why I'm doing it? Dirty Ronaldinho. Because um, people should pay to have to watch me. Like, <laughs> like they will be doing at Football Ramble Live. Pete. <laughs> anyway, carry on. RambleLive.com. Come and see us. Yeah. It's basically the look of Pete Shaw. Two other twats. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're going to be What were you going to say? What were you going to say? Uh, I can't remember now. What was I going to say? No, now? it doesn't matter. Oh, bo- um, bollocks. Oh, yeah. You asked it to fart. You can go Google. Oh, okay, okay, Google. I'm just going to set people to say, okay, Google's off, isn't it? Okay, Google. Fart. And they go, okay, this is a wet one. Well, they actually, don't, do they? Honestly. It's what about Alexa? Does Alexa, Alexa do that? Alexa do it as, as well. It's very unseemly. It is, it is endlessly humorous. Right. The international language of farts. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the place to get in touch with us. We are on social media as well. You can find us using the, the obvious stuff. I think it's just Luke and Pete Show. Mm. Um, we don't do much on there because we can't be bothered and we're busy. Um, but you sometimes you see some stuff shared. Kieran Curtis has been in touch saying, Hi, Luke and Pete. Long time listener, 
second time emailer, though he doesn't reference the first time he emailed us. Um, all you uh, Luke and Pete show completists out there will know better than us and why he emailed the first time around. Mm-hmm. Kieran says, bloody love all your shows and recently caught up with the Luke and Pete show so can hopefully add something interesting and mildly amusing to the cat injuries and ailments chat. My cat, Kisia, she's Polish and her name literally just means cat. I hope I've um, pronounced that right. I probably mm. haven't. Was vomiting a few months ago so we took her to the vet. The vet gave her an anti-sickness injection, some anti-hairball paste. Sounds like thermal paste. <laughs> And then said something in Polish that I didn't quite catch. However, the, both the vet and my fiancé turned and looked at me. I was confused, but it turns out she'd asked if we had any experience in collecting a urine sample from a cat before. Safe to say we hadn't, so the vet gave us some tips. And off we went with a little pot and pipette to collect the poor little cat's piss. It was Friday evening. piss pipette. Yeah, it's Friday evening. Pull shapes. Remember that band? Cool. Yeah, who are they? The Pipettes. Oh, the Pipettes. That's yes. right, yeah. Do you know the guy who was... the Jolene the Jing Jang Jong, or whatever they call Yeah, called. Jolene was the drummer. Isn't mm. he now an actor? Uh, you see him every now and again on some um, sitcoms, yeah. Anyway, mm. his biggest claim to fame this week is being included in an email <laughs> about a man collecting his cat's piss. It was Friday <laughs> evening, and I'd already arranged to meet a mate for a few drinks, but didn't want to leave my cat alone, because then I'd missed the opportunity to suck up her urine. So fast forward a couple of hours and me, my fiance, and my mate are sat having a couple of beers waiting for the cat to piss in their empty litter tray. Mm. Obviously, cat litter is absorbent, so it can't be in there. In classic cat style, she waited to 11 the next morning to relieve herself. I congratulated her, delivered the pot to the vet, and can thankfully say that she's all right now. Not a typical Friday night, but we had a laugh about it. Keep up the good work, Kieran. Just running around after your cat. Trying to collect her piss. I wouldn't be able to do that because my cats go out, wouldn't know what to do. They get they go to the outside. Well, because cats like because animals just they dogs certainly when they do a pop pop or do a wee wee they sort of they don't like to be watched, do they? <laughs> they look really weird when they look like they look at you like really what are you looking at me so for? What are you looking for? You fucking deviant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always sort of think if you, I like petting dogs, but sometimes I'll sort of go, oh, what's its name? Um, mm. what's its name? And uh, they'll because I don't want to go. Because you know it's a boy, what's his name or what's her name? Yeah. And I'm fairly certain there aren't any, you know, it's not 2019 in the dog world, let's say. Are you so woke that you're worried about gender pronouns? No, I just just don't want to look at the fucking dog's willy and go, because I'll sort of go, oh, what's his name? Big pair of balls hanging out the back. And then then the the, the owner will go, sorry, we're just looking at my dog's winky. Yeah. Yeah. Has that ever happened? No, but I'm constantly in fear of it happening. What do you do then? What's your tactic? What? I go, you give it, give me that dog. <laughs> give no, it a fucking, what, I want to give it a big hug. What's your tactic? Um, what, what do you mean? It's, I say, oh, what's his, what's his name? What's his name? What do you do? With, what did you do what's with the baby? If you see a newborn baby, what's his name? Dressed in neutral colours. What's <laughs> neutral colours? What do you do? Cloth. What do you do? Uh, what do you mean? I what's say, your tactic? Oh, what's his name? There's very, you. there's very few people. There's very few times I'd go up to a person with a baby and go, what's their name? What's their name? Look, okay, I'll give you a scenario which is not ridiculous. All right. You see someone that you haven't seen for 10 years. Yeah. You used to work with them. They're yeah. friends with you, but you lost touch. Uh-huh. They've got a baby. And it's, the baby is dressed in neutral colours. Yeah. They say, oh, hello, Pete. It's really nice to see you. How yeah. are you doing? Right. And then look at their own baby. Yeah. What do you do? What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> Dinkle off Adge. <laughs> <laughs> um, Surely you, it- just say, you just say... Oh, what's the baby's? What's what's her name? What's this little thing? What's his name? What's this little bundle of joy? Yeah, what's the yeah. baby's what's name? The baby's na- yeah, but what if the name is kind of neutral? Oh yeah, so they say Taylor. 
<laughs> well, it's good that it's got a job. Um, did you see that, did you see that piece in the AP where it was like uh, about Sam Smith um, uh, deciding that his, his pronoun uh, is there? Yeah. I've done it myself, fucking hell. Their pronoun uh, their, their is pronoun there. Was there. Yeah. And the AP, right through all the way through the fucking piece, it was his, uh, he has decided that and he has said that and his opinion is that. And it's like, yeah, you've kind of... Uh, you've Do you kind reckon of, they were taking the piss? Or just no, banging out coffee I think quickly. That, that, would be, that would be unnecessary. Yeah. I think. That would be unwelcome. I it, would, it would. Mm. Um, so, Pete, what's your, what's your tactic going to be going forward when you see a dog? Why do you need to care if it's a boy or a girl? Other, what? Why do you need to care if it's a male or female that's good dog? Point, yeah, that's a good point. Just stroke it. Just say, stroke what it. a lovely dog. What a lovely dog. Yeah, but you don't say, like, say, what a lovely human when you say a baby, do you? No, because it's different, isn't it? It's different, isn't it? <laughs> some babies look really pretty and, and cute, and some babies look like. It doesn't matter, you're not going to mention how attractive the baby is. No, I'm just saying. Some of them Fit. Like, some of them are like old men or frogs, don't they? <laughs> old men and frogs. They do, yeah. Join together. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that on the fucking neonatal ward, neonatal ward that's the uh, that's the two sections. Oh, you're unique on the frog ward. Let's do another email real quick. Yeah. Do you want to do one or do you want right, me to do one? Uh, you, you do one because I opened one that was about... Uh, that's, that's all right. Uh, Joe. Hello, look, Beat. Uh, um, I prefer you withhold my surname. And I did. I did it, Joe. Yes. Um, He's not called Joe, yes, is he? <laughs> I am circumcised, but my son isn't. My wife and I felt it was pretty invasive procedure for a child for not obvious benefit. In regards to being traumatised, once he notices his is different to mine, he's eight years old now, but from an early age, he has regularly seen me naked coming out of the shower, getting changed for swimming, etc. I can't remember all the uh, was, but at some point he just asked me why his was different to mine. Yeah. And I explained, and that was the end of it. And I enjoy that use of the word, end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, that's, this, this is an email that is partly um, fueled by you a week or two ago saying the only time you saw your dad at your dad's appendage yeah. is when he was sat on the toilet having a fag. Having a fag. Doing a shit. Taking a, taking a dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't receive any sex education at all from your parents. That's all I needed. <laughs> Dad's like fags on the toilet. <laughs> Reading a newspaper and having a shit. And mum's not around. That's a lot. Because poo, because I, I've heard that um, cigarettes make you poo, don't they? Right. In the morning. I know coffee <gasps> does, doesn't it? Yeah, coffee, cigarettes. Right. It's getting ready for the day. Right. Doing a poo first thing in the in the morning is, uh, it, it's just too much action. You don't want to, don't want to disturb your equilibrium. Well, you sort of wake up and you're like, right, okay, I'm just easing myself in the day. I don't need, oi, Pete, it's action stations, mate. What time? What have you, I been doing in the night that has meant that is meant that that's happening? These days, are you regular then? So you? Yes, yes, I'm regular. I'm fine. So, but is it the same time every day? Um, it's usually when I I'm if I'm doing this, I'll do, I'll do something. Even if I go to the shops to get something, when I come back, as I'm just getting in the house, my body goes, Peter, it's time, right? And it's really interesting. Like my body yeah. goes, Peter, you're about to come home. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's oh, it's so pleasurable. But don't you feel like you because you keep quite weird hours, it can affect yeah. your digestive system. Yeah, yeah. Because you probably yeah, eat meals at weird times and everything. I do. I eat, much c- I eat much later than a lot of people. And the circadian rhythm probably doesn't like it. It was two a.m. I'd finish what succession. I've mentioned it before. Fuck me, that's a I show. I need to get involved in that. Fuck me, that's what, a show. What um, season is it on? Uh, I think season two is on Sky oh, so Atlantic. Catch upable so. then. Catch upable. Yeah, yeah. I, I I have demolished. Uh, an entire season in, in in a week or so. It's fucking brilliant, and uh, everyone's very good in it. So you're watching it late night, were you? I was watching it late night, and I was eating a. I was holding it. You know, like a baby would do, and like a night feed. Um, yeah. Two a.m. this morning, I was eating the rest of my succulent Chinese meal um, with a spoon on a plate, 
um, watching Succession uh, in front of my projector. Well, behind the projector. Yeah, you, otherwise, we wouldn't be able to see anything. What did your Airbnb guests think? <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit. Yeah. It was a bit of spicy, uh, spicy chicken. Was it spicy chicken? Lemon chicken? Lemon chicken. Lemon chicken. Uh, I went for the classics. Lemon chicken, hot and sour soup, uh, some rice, and um, the shredded beef. So, yeah. Classic, Classic, as mate. people who listen Classic. to the show regularly know, it's Pete's death row meal. And on that note, mm. on that very, very tasty and nutritious note. Some oh, we'll I was talking about this on Friday. Death, death row meal. Sorry to uh, jump in there. That's before right. I leave, um, which I've done twice in a row uh, in recent memory. Don't worry. Um, the person I was talking to someone who I left on a table. We were, we were having like a big um, do at work, and 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 I looked to my left, and uh, a lad called Will, who's a really lovely, adorable man. Um, his death row um, starter would be um, prong cocktail. What's wrong with that? It's fucking shit. It's <laughs> why. It's fucking he likes it, obviously. Absolute shit. What would yours be? It wouldn't be prong cocktail. What it would, would be, it be? Upwards of scallops. Upwards. Scallops as a minimum. Minimum scallops. scallops. as a minimum. All right, we'll see you on Monday. Have a lovely weekend. You've made it through to the weekend almost. It's Friday tomorrow. Enjoy it. We'll see you on Monday for more of this. That's goodbye from Pete. Yeah. Goodbye from Luke. That's me. See you next time. Venus Takanov production. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.